Hey everyone, welcome back to Pin the Q Podcast, special episode number 14. Sweet. 14. I'm here with Pip. He's That's how that's how everybody knows you, brother. That's it, man. Pip, it. 555. But uh, your real name is? Rob Paparo. Rob Paparo. So, um, lieutenant, career guy. Yes, sir. And we're City of New Brunswick. City of New Brunswick. Here in New here. Jersey. In best this, place in the world. Jersey is the best place in the world. We get a lot. We get a bad rap, but we do. We get a really bad rap. It, it's yeah. a good. It's a good place, though. You have to own the rap, though. Yeah. And that makes people more mad. Yeah. When yeah. I'm like, I don't care. That's cool. That's yeah. where. That's where I'm from. from. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's it. And people are like, Whoa, Why you like that? I'm like, Because because you just said my state sucks. Yeah. Like you got to represent. Yeah, right? for sure. Like I'll take it. So this is a special episode. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. Um, we got this awesome bag on the table, which we're going to talk about, right? And then uh, we're also going to talk about, more importantly, we're going to talk about you, bro. That's Sweet. what this show is about, right? So so let's get right into it. Yeah. How did sure. this all start for you? How did you become a firefighter? Whew, that's a, we got to go back now. Yeah. Got to go back a long time. But uh, so my, my father was a firefighter. Oh, good. Uh, he retired as the director of the city of New Brunswick Fire Department. Very good. Uh, prior to me getting hired, very much so. Um, you know, I was going through high school, going through the motions and just trying to figure out what I was going to do in life. Right. And I started volunteering with a local rescue squad, with a North Brunswick rescue squad. Okay. And that, uh, was, that was volunteer then? Volunteer. Yep. Yeah. Now, now they do like a combination gig. Yeah. Uh, but we're going back. Oh, geez. I'm 40. So we're going back 20. The big four zero. Yeah. 40, 40 last year. Oof, it's scary. Yeah. Things change at 40, no matter what anyone says. <laughs> things change. <laughs> they definitely do. I tell people... I remember, uh, I remember when I turned 40. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good year, though. 40 yeah. is the new 20, yeah, if I keep telling that's myself t- that. Yeah, that's what they say. So, yeah, I became an EMT at 17. Cool. Uh, realized that I really liked this. Eventually got hired into career EMS and realized that I thought the fire end of it was cool because North Brunswick did uh, EMS and rescue. So we had the rescue truck. Okay. Um, so I started getting into extrication a lot right. and learning about that. So that's where the extrication started. That's where the extrication started, yep, in North Brunswick. Uh, awesome. Learned from a bunch of guys that worked for UMDNJ up in Nork. I worked uh, there, a the great squad. place. Yep. Uh, UAD was awesome. Yeah. So, you know, we, we were cutting cars apart. It was fun. Yeah. And realized that what my dad did and what I emulated was what I wanted to do. Um, so I started testing pretty much anywhere I could test. And, you know, you know being from New Jersey... Jobs are limited. The test only comes up every once in a while. And it was during the time the state didn't have a test and there were all kinds of problems. Um, So I got a career EMS job um, working for Robert Wood in New Brunswick. And that led me into dispatch. So I used to dispatch for a while there. Um, I was testing, you know, everywhere. Yeah. And uh, I tell this story all the time because it it leads into the fitness end of it. Uh, I was up in Boston testing. I think I was 20 at the time. Um, And the guy in front of me was like 6'9". And the guy behind me was like six, seven. It was like a cruel joke. It was like legitimately like, did yeah, yeah. you guys do this to the guy from Jersey on purpose? And they were all loving it. And, you know, I had to live it up. Right. But at the same time, I realized, listen, I'm in decent shape. I'd always been a gym guy, you know, like gym tan laundry. That's what we do here in New GTL. Jersey. Yeah, like Fridays. Yeah. It was, it's a big joke that just came up. But Fridays are bicep day because you were going out on Friday, on Friday night. night right? Yeah, so if you weren't doing buys and tries on Friday, like you weren't spray tanning. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I realized that's Jersey. That's it. I love it. It's the truth though. right? Because you you read muscle and fitness magazine at that time and and you emulate, you know, Arnold and, 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 uh, pumping iron and all that kind of stuff. So you're in the gym and you literally, you did this and you, I don't want to knock the microphone over, but you did a concentration where you really 
squeeze your head yeah. more. Get on the preacher, rate. get on a preacher curl. All the preacher yeah. curl with yeah. the bar, the easy curl bar. Yeah. That was one of my favorites, man. Get some tricep kickbacks going. <laughs> and again, not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. But but I realized that there was something else I needed to get this job, and that was big strength, and big cardio endurance, which at the time I didn't even know what that meant. Um, but I started running more. I started putting more different things into my workouts, um, started deadlifting and squatting way more seriously than I ever had before, um, and testing, testing, testing. And then when I was 25, I got hired by the city of New Brunswick. How awesome was that? It was pretty awesome to work in the same house my dad works in. You know, same house? Same house, yeah. Oh, wait, we only have three in New Brunswick. Okay. Um, two single engines and one with a truck engine chief and rescue. So obviously he worked in all of them. I worked in all of them. But, you know, we, we both worked on the truck. How, how important is that to follow your father's legacy? That's pretty amazing. And, and to him, to see him, you know, when, when guys retire, uh, we just had two guys retire this week from my job. And okay. It's hard. You know, it's hard for someone to leave something they love so much, you know, something right. they've been so passionate about for, for 25, 30 years. Yeah. And like um, I said all the time, I can't believe I get paid to do it. That's it, right? right. It, it's, it, you say it, and it sounds like a cliche, but yeah, it's, it's so really, true. It's the best job in the world. It really like, is. Like you, yep. you get everything you could imagine, and more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, to see, to get hired, and to get sworn in, and to work, you know, my dad started coming back around the firehouse more. Yeah, because um, of you. It, well, because of me, but more to make fun of me and to pick on me, yeah. and you know, and he does that still. He's he's Good. 80 years old and he still swings Good in when I'm working. <laughs> right, he still has a cup of coffee and he and he tells these stories that you know, there's young guys that that Bro, would have never heard that. Those stories you just said, they're invaluable, and I try to tell these young guys all the time, these young girls, take advantage of these senior guys, and they, you know, when they have the opportunity to talk about, first of all, they want to talk about their stories. Yep. Right. For sure. And the second part of it is you gain so much. Uh, knowledge about the job and you know it's a craft it's something that it really hasn't changed right I mean it has changed but it really hasn't yeah and even though the the the, I say this line a lot but it's same circus different clowns I get to go to a (laughs) lot of different fire departments around the country right but that's it you know we're all cut from the same cloth we may look different we may be different races we may be different sexes we may be different body sizes we may make different lifestyle choices and that doesn't matter right. if you're there you're there for a reason I, I agree and it's way more than a paycheck it's way more than anything else oh it's it, you know I get beat up because I say this all the time and I get picked on but to me I really feel like it's a calling you know you don't just you don't just one day decide you're going to be a firefighter I feel like you've always wanted to be a firefighter or you know people that are police officers and firefighters they kind of always set that path in their life like this is what I'm going to do I want to do this it's not like one day you just wake up and go Oh, maybe I'll try firefighting. Even if you did that, because I do know people that literally were like, look at that sign on the wall. I'm going to take that test. It looks good. But they wouldn't be here if there wasn't something else. Right. There's got to be that. And that's what I mean. When I say that, there has to be something in you, you know, some type of, you know, some type of fire, you know. Yeah, we, we would make a lot of money if we could figure that one out. Yeah. If we could figure out that yeah. DNA, that Maybe little I strand. <laughs> dude, the, watching this dude with all this microphone headset stuff, he, maybe he can figure it out. Yeah. I'm confused at what's happening here. <laughs> but right, that's it. I told you, bro, this is like a high-speed operation. This is no joke. This is in my garage, and my garage has never looked like this before. Yeah, and that's actually uh, funny story. We, we were talking on the phone. You're like, hey, bro, just say so you no. Know, my lights go off with the sensors. If we don't move too much, it's going to go off. I'm like... I got lights. <laughs> I'll bring lights, man. And there, there are these two huge lights staring at me now. It's yeah. like we've turned my garage into like a studio. It's legit, though. 
it, it's getting there. We're getting there. I will say that um, this gym is like no one that I've seen before. This is this is pretty awesome <laughs> for a home gym, man. This is legit. But again, I, I take I take my fitness seriously. Yeah. My wife takes fitness seriously. It's my very kids evident take it here. seriously. So it's we, very evident. We try to get out here as much as we can, and as a family. That's um, cool. The boys don't like it in the winter. My wife doesn't like it in the winter. Yeah, it's a it's a little cold. <laughs> little cold in here right now. <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as North Plainfield. Yeah. That museum that was off the off the charts. It was <laughs> twenty one degrees, and poor Rob Beatty, the captain I was sitting with, he was. <laughs> he's like shivering um, as he's yeah, out here. Like <laughs> every couple of minutes, <laughs> we had a little warmer, like right here, <laughs> and it was just one of those old school space heaters, you know, oh. the electric one. Yeah, that, it kicks on and off. Yep. yep. It's a, like our knees. Yeah, like right at the tip of our the ball or knee was warm. That was it. Everything <laughs> yeah, else, nothing else, <laughs> nothing else. Worked. So this is a lot better. We're getting this, there. This is a lot better. So, you, so your dad, uh, your dad was obviously an inspiration for you to become a firefighter, right? For sure. Yeah. Now, before you got onto the career department, were you involved in any volunteer departments? So I did. Um, as I was testing around, I joined the East Franklin Fire Department in Franklin Township, New Jersey. Squared away place, right? Yep. I mean, it's, yep. yep. But, they do. They do a lot of great things there, yeah. um, and they still do. You know, they're, we talked about it before. You know, they're, they're one of the first departments in our area to run duty crews. You know, so they have in-house staffing, not smart. all the time, it, but they're, they're that's trying. That's such a smart concept these days, bro. I mean, you know, it, it's t- it's tough because not it's a culture change. It's yep. certainly be a culture change, but to have, you know, uh, a volunteer department staffed, you're not worrying about defrosting your windshields before you leave to go to a call in the middle of the night. You're already there. It's you know, you're building the, uh, a team. Yeah. Well, do you know, so so I remember, you know, when I was young. I was 25 at the time. You know, I probably thought I knew everything. Yeah, we always know everything at 25. Yeah, I mean, I probably know everything now at yeah. 42. But you know, what, what's really <laughs> changed? I'm not sure. But um, you know, when people would ask me, especially people, because I was still friend, I'm still friends with people that I volunteer there with, and they're right. like, "Man, what's it? What's it like? Like, what's the big difference now?" Oh, the culture. And bro. Love it. Culture and the fact that. I knew who I was working with Mm -hmm. and I knew who was on the ladder truck and I knew who was coming from engine two and it takes a little bit of time, but I can remember you just show up and you got, we get, you get what you get. And it's so hard to get the cohesion. It's hard to get the cohesion when you know people, when I know who I'm working with. Now you have to do it where you may have three guys, you may have nine guys, you may have three guys over 60. You may have three guys under 21 and just that, cohesion that we had and that you know what's coming and what's happening was such a big difference and I feel like with duty crews you can establish that at least for an engine company if you can staff an engine that'd be great I literally was just going to say that you could have that same concept in a volunteer department and it could be successful yeah and they do it in Maryland it doesn't matter if you're getting paid or you're not getting paid it has nothing to do it you know professionalism it's a way of life you know professionalism in itself is is professionalism. You you don't need. That's a all you have. Yeah, that's right. all you have. You don't and need a paycheck, and I think that's important. Anything you do, and I do it in my not-for-profit. We try to act as professional as possible all right. the time, right? And you see that in places that that exude that out there, and, and I think it's an important thing. So when you were a volunteer there, they had a duty crew set up. They were just starting to set them up when I left. Okay. Um, we kind of did like a day crew thing and a night, but it, w- it was just getting to like a couple hours. Right. So, so they were smart about the way they did it too, because you went from a, an all call system to now like a chief saying like, we're going to do duty crews. But instead of saying like, you owe us 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., you know, we had no beds in the firehouse. We had nothing like that, but it was like, you know, 6 to 10 
at night. So at least you had... Yeah, something for that little bit of time. Right. Because you have to start small. And you can eat together. You, you can, can eat, train you can together. Right. Yep, you can do a training. So that got all your people trained. Um, and now I think there may be up to a point they have always an on-duty officer um, and an engine crew or two. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but Must you know, be. it's that in-houseness. And it's just that that also speeds your response time. Of course. Uh, I mean, look, yeah. n- look nationally. What are we saying? Fires burn hotter. Fires burn faster. Yeah. The materials you're using now. That's it. Yeah. And, that's, and we all know it. Mm-hmm. But when you take that, I'm going to defrost my windows come from home, which is dangerous in and of itself, get to the firehouse, get my gear, get my gear on the truck, make sure everything's good, get out there. That's, I, don't, I can't give you a time, but seven minutes, you know, where when you're in-house, we're out the door in under 90 seconds. That's a long time. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm, I'm certainly not going to sit here and say, you know, oh, well, the only way it works is if you have a duty crew, because that's not the case. I mean, volunteer companies have been operating like this forever. Sure. Right? So it's going to take a lot of it's going to take a lot of buy-in from a lot of people to to maybe change the culture a little bit, but um, you know there's and, and you know what it varies where you go because some departments it works perfect. Listen, right. I, again, I've gotten to travel the country, and I know we're going to get into that. But I, I was in a place in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. They had one traffic light, and it was blinking. You know, it's a small town. Everybody, yeah. you could almost see the firehouse from every house. Now they have a big response area, right. but no one really lives out there. So they're able to do that. And they're going on 80 calls a year, you know, where you have places that have built up and you have multiple traffic lights and you have highways and you have, it's, you that's a great, it. That's a great point. Like at the, uh, a department that was operating one way and the next you know the town's booming exactly in infrastructure it's gonna change. Yep. it's going to change it's going to change how you have to run it's going to change how your department's structured absolutely um, and it's the same thing that when we get into fitness it, it what is happening around us is changing why we need to be more fit to do our jobs absolutely so it, it all ties in for sure 100 percent, bro so you were in that volunteer company and then after you got on the career house is that is that's when you stopped that's when I stopped volunteering. Okay. Yep. Um, so you work your way up to rank to lieutenant now. Yes, good sir. For, good for your brother. Thank you. That's Thank an accomplishment. You very much. It was. So tell me what uh, tell me what it was like being on on the job right away and like explain to me your experience at the fire academy. So the fire academy was interesting because I had already been through it. So you had to go again. Uh, we went again. Yep. Wow. Uh, so in my higher group there were six of us and then we had uh, three other people from other departments. Um, two of us had already been through it. Where'd you go? Uh, Middlesex. Middlesex Fire yep. Academy. Great yep. great academy. Yep. Awesome Real academy. Good. Yeah. Um, it's actually coincidentally, so my training officer, um, who worked for my father, then was my training deputy, um, and he has uh, since passed away from cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. But to hear that. his daughter is my current rookie. Oh, cool. So it's kind of oh, like a very awesome. cool. Yeah. It's, a, it's again, it's that thing. It's that, yeah. that, that whatever it is. That you know, family you can tradition. Have yeah. It. yeah. So you know, we went to Middlesex five days a week. Um, it was pre-fire two days. So yeah. you just did fire one. Yeah. Um, and, you I know, had to was, take fire two on its own too. Yeah, yeah. I had already had it. Yeah. Uh, so then I had to test out, like when we all had to test out to get it, when the state did whatever that thing they did was. Right. Um, but it was good, you know, and, and you got that camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And uh, 100%. There, there was an individual actually there from another department who was sort of that guy who was like, I need a better job. I hear firefighting is cool. And he had no idea what he was really getting into. <laughs> and he was a little apprehensive. Yeah. But again, as a recruit in the academy, we all helped him get through it. And it, it made that bond of brotherhood. And I still 
see him occasionally because he's from a different department, but he's doing awesome today. But if you, I bet you talk to him today, he's he's a hundred. Oh, squared away. Oh my god, hundred percent in, yep. right? And actually, and, and Chief Bradley, to his credit, you know, he was spending extra time with him. You know what I well, mean? Well, you have to because yep. listen, most most of us come from a, a a firefighting family. Me for one, I I mean, both my grandfathers, a lot of my cousins, my uncles. So when I got into this, it was like, okay, they. I guess I'm going to be a firefighter because, you know, I have <laughs> here it to, is. here it I got is. It. So at a very young age, I'm telling you, like, you know, my aunt just recently sent me a picture of me, like as five, as five years old with a fire truck and yep. a fire helmet on, you know, and it's so funny to see my progression at age 14. I'm wearing the uniform for the fire department in Beachwood and I'm 14. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and uh, it's just so cool to see the progression. And now at my age, looking back and, it's like you, you, yeah, you know, your dad, you got to see your dad as growing up as a firefighter and now you're a lieutenant and that's, yep. that's awesome, man. Yeah, it, it's been, it's been awesome. Yeah, and getting stuff. promoted was a, a big deal. And, uh, Tell me what that was about. What it was about? <laughs> it was about making more money. No. No, I mean like, um, explain, no, explain no, no, no. how you had to do that. You so, pro- so, you did test, yeah, right? so in, in New Jersey, um, we have a testing process. Um, I got promoted off my second test, my second lieutenant's test. Uh, the process was the same both times. Uh, so you take a written exam, hmm. which is based off of five books. So loads of information. Like, yeah. sure, I, I knew a lot of it, but I'm not a uh, I'm not the best student, let's say. Um, either am I. Um, so you take your written test, and then you go in for a lieutenant level. Um, you do two scenarios, and you have to respond to them to a video camera. So there's no panel. So you're almost like a newscaster, and you get your scenario, and you have to give the appropriate responses to the questions. Cool. Uh, so the first time out, I did okay. Um, I was low on the list, but I got to act. And that's was really where I learned how to do that job. Because you're, you know, you're the substitute teacher, the one-day wonder. But when you do it enough and you're getting more comfortable with it, when I went for that second test, I was way more comfortable with Absolutely. my responses. And, there, you know, I tell people all the time, you have to take these tests. And some people say, oh, I'm not ready. Yeah, but if you don't test, you're not getting that testing experience. Exactly. Because when the time comes, when you really want to make that push for a lieutenant or captain, that's when you're going to be ready because you've already taken these tests beforehand. You can't walk into it and like, all right, now I'm ready. Yeah, there's no way. You, yeah, you, you, you have to prepare. You have to throw your hat in the ring. 100%. And you have to be willing to fail because you may fail. It's, it's possible. Absolutely. Um, but you'll learn from that. And you're constantly studying. You know, like, oh, you, you see – Oh, the test is coming up. Let me read the book. You're like, talking like six months of testing or yeah. six months of, uh, of, you know, training to. Of prep. They, were, yeah. they give you the lead time, I think. Right. So, so I'm testing again for captain. Uh, I hope. Good luck. I hope to be getting made off this last list. Good for you. Uh, depending on retirements. But, you know, and here I am. I'm, I've been reading the whole time. Yeah. I've been preparing. Cause yeah, you got to study forever, bro. That's, That's it. it. Yeah, you can't pick up a book beforehand. No. <laughs> like, like we oh, did in high school. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's oh, no cliff man. notes. There's no Norman's <laughs> cliff notes that's going to get you through. Especially if there's a, the oral board. Right. So for captain in New Jersey, um, you actually have an oral board. Um, and it was a, a funny story. So we go to, we go to take it my first time. I was nervous because yeah. I knew there were going to be people. Anyone there. who says they're not. Yeah, they're, they're crazy. Yeah, totally <laughs> foolish. Totally. But so I thought that I'd walk into the room and the table would be set up long ways. So I would sit at that end of the table. If you could see where I'm pointing and the proctors would sit at this end of the table. 
oh, hell no. Yeah. They sit on that side right. of the table, and you sit right here. <laughs> and so I think it was so my... Like, you're like... Oh, my God, yeah, right? So I've been there. I, I'm Italian. <laughs> like, Frank, I talk with my hands. You could probably see this now. I'm getting animated yeah, about this story. We've been doing this all day. I'm passionate about this story, right? So here I am. It's my second scenario. I don't even remember what it was at this point, but maybe like halfway through as I'm giving my response, I moved my hand forward, and I touched the proctor's hand. <laughs> Right, and this is a retired firefighter. Here he is, this man. And literally, I was like, I like caressed his hand for a second, like, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like with my other, while my hand is on his hand, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I didn't mean to touch you like that, sir. Oh, that's awesome. So now the the other proctor laughs, and he's like, well, that's okay, just continue. But now you you have to re. I'm like, what was I just talking about? Was I, am I in a truck company? Am I in an engine company? Oh my god! And so you get I'm, to, you get to go review your test. I'm, I, I, I just got up and left. I was just Dude, laughing. to listen to the tape and to that part come up. I'm like sitting in the room trying not to laugh at myself. That is right? awesome. But, but that's it, and you have to recover from that. Yeah. You have to get over that, and then when you think about being a fire officer, right? I mean, I have to make decisions right away. Yeah. And, and my decisions. Life and death decisions, that's too. It. And, yeah. like, like, I always say this. Attorneys have months and years to evaluate what you did and yep. beat you up. You have that much time. There's no prep. Yeah, there's, there's, there's you have to do it. Right. And I'm not the best at it, and I feel like I get better at it every day. And I work with a great crew of guys. I work with a great chief. I work with an awesome shift and a great department. And that's what everybody's going to say. That's what everybody sure. should say. They should, yeah. Pride in your house. Yep. But I need those guys to trust me. And I need to trust them. And I feel like we have that relationship. That's and great. We, we've definitely been in some, not I'm not going to say crazy, hairy situations, but, you know, some stuff that you had to think for a few seconds. And that's what it's all about. So yeah, that's, that, that's what I love about being an officer is that I get to work with these guys and I get to lead them and I get to say these are my guys and I'm proud of it. Yeah, and, and the biggest thing is you just said it is you work with them. Yes. You know, they don't work for you. You work with them because yep. in this job, everyone has to be together, you know. Yep. And uh, I know every time I get in that front seat, and I look back at my crew. I know when we go to work, I, I know those guys are going to be right there with me. Yep, it's it, the like, best part. And, and, you know, back to what we said about the culture of the fire department and the differences, I guess, between, um, you know, uh, having a crew integrity and not. Uh, one of the best things I, I find is the firehouse kitchen. Oh, my God, yeah. We solve every problem Dude. in that kitchen. I swear to God, it's like as soon as we sit down, we actually have this, um, we have this workbench that one of our guys made. It's this huge massive workbench so we'll usually sit there and have coffee and you know one of the guys will make coffee and then it's always an argument of who put the wrong water in to make the coffee oh yeah which yeah <laughs> how many what scoop are you using today how many scoops did you put in and, and i have like a special coffee so the guys are watching right now they're gonna they're gonna bust you're that guy i have a special coffee right it's it i go to 7-eleven and because i get along with them there i buy the case 36 <laughs> i buy the case that the actual 7-eleven coffee you buy there like you get there I bought that whole case from. So when they do their orders, I'm like, hey, bro, just throw one more on there. Nice. So yeah, for 30 bucks, 30 bucks, I got this huge thing. And so I bring those in and it's a red package. So when I come in, everybody's like, oh, we got to have Frank's Arabic coffee. I'm in. No, it's Arabic coffee. (laughs) I call it Arabic. So we have my Arabic coffee. And, you know, it's just, it's a funny joke. So like the guys will come in and the house coffee that the firehouse gets us is like Maxwell House. It's like these little blue. 
your little blue pouches, yeah, yeah. whatever. I'm like, no good. I'm like, I need the Seven Eleven coffee. Can, so the guys will come in, like, oh man, we made the wrong coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like an ongoing. But that's joke. it. Like that, that, that's, I love it. That's right? all part of it, right? Who made the coffee? You come in and the shift before you dump that swill out. That is swill. <laughs> that, that's their leftover swill. I tell you what, though, bro. I went to Passaic, right? Episode seven, I believe. I went to Passaic, and good coffee. Oh my god. Like oh, high class. Oh like my high. god. So they wouldn't tell me. How, they wouldn't tell me how they make it because it's a house. It's a house like uh, secret. That's good. You gotta have that. That's it's good. A house. That's good. But uh, Captain Freeman's like, hey, bro. He's like, try this coffee, right? So I'm like, yeah, okay. So I'm like, oh my god, what is this? And they're all all the guys like laughing, right? Tour four. And they're like, oh, they're all laughing. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, no, 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 you can't. I may have to roll up there. Bro. Do they do it, fitness? Do they t- like fitness? Tour four? The, the gym was awesome. Yeah. They had an awesome gym. I got to check that out. Bro, Invite it, me up there. Hit me up social media. Passaic. 555 Pit Passaic. Passaic. You got to bring him up and, and you got you to try coffee. the coffee. It's ridiculous. I'm a coffee snob. Ridiculous. I'm a coffee snob. Well, the, the coffee you had here was from uh, Rook. That's a Rook Oh, it's Rook coffee. It's very good. Yes. And I don't know if you noticed or not, but this awesome coffee I had this morning and in the 555 fitness mug yeah shameless plug bad. no that's good uh, stuff you, you got to be a coffee snob though right and that, that's yes i've drank firehouse coffee all of, again i get this awesome life now yeah right and i get to travel the country and meet all these people and have coffee in firehouses in chicago miami new york detroit like it's, you're it's, living a bring dream bro i don't know if it's really a dream <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more of a so, nightmare so back to the, back to the firehouse table yeah tell me what that means to you what does the firehouse table mean to you? It, it, it's, it's family. I mean, that's it. It's my second family. Absolutely. I mean, I've cried there. Mm-hmm. I've cried there from laughter. I've cried there from set. You had me crying from laughter before. Right? <laughs> I've, I've told people where they could go at that table, mm-hmm. and I've hugged people who needed a hug at that table. It's the best. You know, it, it's just something else. It's like therapy, right? Yeah, yeah it really is. And, and you can... All the world, like you said, all the world's problems are solved there, and most of them are created there as well, yeah. just in case you wanted to know. Right? That's, that's a good point. Right? But you get around that table, and, and, and a retired guy could come in, somebody new could come in, anything, and that's where it all happens, and I love it. I mean, I love, we eat dinner at 6 o'clock, we watch the ABC 7 News, finish up dinner, Jeopardy comes on, coffee comes out. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's tradition, right? It's what you do. Yeah, it's good. Um, so, yeah, and, and again, I've been to many now all over the place and it's and that's what's fun about what you're doing you get to meet so many different cool people i mean that's what i love about this show is i get to meet great individuals like yourself i mean we've never met before today and it was we did we met online online oh that's right he picks up dudes online no i meet dudes online i don't (laughs) pick them up come on man (laughs) you know what i mean what what do you think i'm not like you're gonna take me to dinner if i'm gonna pick you up or something well you're touching people's hands i I do i do i touch the stranger's (laughs) hand but yeah i i I do meet a lot of dudes online and i've met a few girls too so it's okay that makes it okay. Yeah. But it's an amazing world. And everybody, I think, like we said, everybody's cut from that same cloth. And it's fortunate to see that. And something like social media, where, where we met on social media. Right. You know, I'm, I'm looking at your your water bottle with all these different stickers yeah. and my yeah. helmet. Like, most of those folks, we, we met on social media. Absolutely. You know, and, and you think about your world and how much bigger it is now. And how many people you can impact. I mean, just last night, a firefighter, I liked their picture on social media and they added me to their Instagram story with like Deadpool giving me a thumbs up oh, for liking cool. their picture. I've never met that person before in my life, but I'm like, that's so cool. Someone thinks that. But before the episode, we were sitting in your kitchen and, and uh, we were having some good conversation in the kitchen, which I wish we recorded because we had, <laughs> we, that was a great conversation by the way. But uh, you had mentioned to me like how, what you said, the, the people you've meet online, like on Instagram and stuff, uh, how it's changed, kind of changed your whole outlook. And, 
right? Yeah. And I and I agree because um, just what you said, like these decals on this on this water bottle. Every one of those individuals, I'd never met them before until this. Th- until this, right? So this opened up so many doors and meeting new people. And you know, we've we talked about this too. We don't make any money, right? Yep. So. I think that's the even bigger buy-in. Like we're doing this for the right reasons, you know. And and even if we made money, we wouldn't be. You're not in this to make money, right? You know, you may make money because you have a business and you should make money, and and you spend a lot of money. I mean, you should yeah. see this equipment this guy's got. It definitely wasn't free, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't. But you're not doing this to make money. And it's like I said in our conversation before, just the other day, somebody asked me on social media if, if I was in the business of being a firefighter or was my business firefighting. And it was one of those things where he was trying to feel me out to see, you know, was, was I just doing this to make money? Was I just doing this? And, and, and my response was, is, yes, I am a firefighter. Like, this is my business is being a firefighter. But my business with 555 is to make firefighters motivated and inspired to lead a healthier lifestyle. And you're doing that. Thank you. Thank you, you are. And another... Uh, quick funny story that uh, that occurred we were talking <laughs> off camera was uh, I didn't know you right so I, I I was working at the firehouse one day and one of the guys there uh, Craig Lewis who's uh, who's a firefighter in Millstone Township yep, yeah, which is right next door he uh, now. yeah yeah we're in Allentown it's right next door Allentown New Jersey New not Jersey PA, not, PA. not PA hashtag Allentown New yeah. Jersey not PA I was just in PA uh, Ben Salem I'm sorry yeah no it was fun really yeah it was a fun PA? house they were they treated me good man it was good but yeah, PA is it's. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a Philadelphia fan. <laughs> I like the city, not the sports teams, though. So we just ended on that. Let's move on. I yeah, it's so gonna get hate mail so if we keep going on that, he's down on that a, road. He's on his phone. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm following this guy on Instagram, Pip five five five. He's like, I'm, we're gonna do some of his workouts. I'm like, oh, cool, man. Let's do something because you know you gotta change it up in the gym always. So we're in there working out. So I'm doing your, I'm doing your workouts, but I didn't even know who you were. Didn't and, even know I existed. Yeah, it's so cool. Us. You know, it's some dude. Yeah, but and, that was like you know a year ago. So it's just it's interesting how this. How it all kind of comes full circle. It comes circle. back, man. It always comes full circle. Yep. And that's been such a fortunate thing for me. Um, and when I get to travel and go to shows and things and meet people that are like, dude, I just want to shake the hand of the most hated man in the fire service. <laughs> and they're like, we hate you for like 20 minutes a shift. He's like, I've cursed you so many times. Oh, that's there, so funny. There's a firehouse somewhere in America that has a picture. One guy has me in a headlock and another guy is pretending to kick me. <laughs> And they said they were going to blow it up and put it in their gym just for motivation. And I love every minute of it. And that they were kind so of, cool. They were scared to ask me if I would take the picture. And I'm like, hell no, brother. I'm like, I want that. I'm like, send me that picture. Like, I want to see this thing. Like, I want to see this in someone's gym because that's awesome, right? I mean, because I do other people's programming, and I curse the shit out of them when I'm tired in a workout. I'm like, you made this up, Frank. Pin the cue. I'm going to pin. Yeah. Let me just tell you, your, your workouts are no joke, bro. Thank you. Okay. We try. And no, it, they're legit. And I'm not just saying that for the for the sake of the show. I, it, I've done them, and they're no joke. And what I did take out of that is, uh, like this bag, for example, right? We bought one of these bags. Um, one of the guys I work with, Parent, he's the guy solid. He's like, we're, we're getting one of these bags, right? We, Thank you. We bought it, <laughs> and we use it in the gym, and it's it's legit, man. It's humbling. Yeah. And and my story with brute force is it's kind of that same way where the owner tossed me a bag and he's like, bro, go, go use it. And, uh, I went down to, uh, to Wildwood. My wife and I went to Cape May. Actually, we filled it with Jersey beach sand up to 75 oh, that's pounds. Cool. There's an awesome dude. He's a, a captain in Wildwood, a gym, gym girl. And, uh, he runs a CrossFit gym on a pier in Wildwood. That's pretty cool. He had brute force equipment prior. So I went and we did a workout 
Oh, and cool. it was like my jam. It's uh, it was thrusters, bar muscle ups, and running. I had seventy five pounds in my bag, and halfway through that workout, I took the twenty five pound filler out, and just used fifty pounds because I got owned by that sand. No I kidding. was like in pain, like you wouldn't believe. I called the <laughs> owner of the company, and I'm like, I'm in. What do you what do you want to do? How are we going to make this cooler? Because this this thing is just amazing. Yeah, it's it's a great bag, and I, I love the fact that it's so versatile. You know, like all those different handles and different concepts. And Carry it, drag it, grab right. it, flip it, slam it, throw it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Pull it, run up and down stairs with it. I don't care. Do so since want, we're on the since we're on the topic, why don't you tell me about that bag? <laughs> so that's the now athlete. I know about the bag, bro, because I've I've been owned by it. But we have people <laughs> watching have it right out now. there. They're like, what is that brute force? Sand yeah, we have bag? people watching that right now that have never seen that bag. Or so there's some cool things about the brute force sandbag. 100% made in America. That's, in, a, that's important. That's for me already. I'm, I'm excited about that. Made in Denver, Colorado. Um, we have a lot of what we call home sewers. So they actually pick up their templates, they go home, and they sew at their house. No kidding. So, you know, if they want to sew and then do their laundry, they can do that. If they have to bring their kids to school. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Right? And it's an amazing thing. Yeah, and and cool. for me, when I got involved with the company, I had no idea <clears throat> how deep it was until I actually went to the factory, because we do have a factory, too, that we make them in. And... Uh, my grandparents, Italian immigrants, worked as seamstresses when they came here. And it never even dawned on me that like, they could have sewed this bag today instead of like pants and shirts. And that's, that's pretty neat. Um, I never mean, so thought of it that way. It, it was unreal. And, yeah. and when I think about how we sell these bags into the fire service, police, military, those are jobs. You know, when you Absolutely. look at that homemade in America thing, that's us. Like, it, it's unreal. To I like that. that. I didn't know that, and I like the fact that it is here made in the U.S. Cool. There's a tag on it. Maybe you didn't see it, but it says made in That's America. That's cool. you got to look harder next time when yeah. you're working out. When I'm dragging that thing around, I'm cursing. Look, so. look for the tag, and it makes <laughs> I'll look, you feel, now think, I'll look think for, America. Yeah, now, now I'll feel better. America. Uh, <laughs> so this is the athlete bag. This is our most versatile product. Um, it holds 75 pounds of sand. There's a 50-pound filler and a 25-pound filler. We're able to ship it to you empty, which if you've ever bought fitness equipment, 75 pounds worth of shipping, you pay for that because a man has to carry that or a woman somewhere, so you're paying for shipping. All you do when you get our product is you go to Home Depot, Mm -hmm. 50 pounds of play sand costs $5, unless you live near a beach. I was just going to say, unless you do what you do and go to the beach and pull out yourself. I've learned that's illegal, though, in the state of New Jersey. Don't do that. Don't do that. I didn't know that was illegal. Neither did I. We're not not condoning any kind of legal legal activity. Any any activity. (laughs) Do not steal the sand. You could spend five bucks, right? Go to Home Depot. Get it. Or or Lowe's. Um, We're also not supporting one brand over the other. Go wherever you have to. Ace Harbor. I'm new to all that. Ace Harbor, it's a little hard. Or Ace, it's harder to get sand there. It it confused them. Okay. Because I've now had the pleasure of filling brute force sandbags in like 12 different states. Oh, that's cool. So I've I've traveled the country with them, and I've filled a lot of sandbags. Oh, that's so funny. So you fill it up, and, and, and you can do anything with it, like we just talked about. And it's just a great alternative to traditional weights. Um, and we have a free app. So if you don't know how to use it, oh, there's two a, free workouts. That's good. Brute force training. Oh, and cool. there's videos with people doing the workouts on them. You know, I, I say this to every guest, but not everyone who watches my show is a firefighter, which is, which I was very surprised to hear that because I thought, you know, the only people who are going to watch the show are firefighters. You know? Oh, yeah, these mics are so sensitive. If someone farts Sorry. in the next room, you'll hear it. Awesome. It's awesome because my kids are out there, so they may be wrestling soon while we're out here. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, so it's amazing when you say that too, because so I, it's crazy. We're just talking and no one even knows what I really do or how I got to this area, but I was fortunate enough to be on the Harry Connick Jr. show. 
it was fitness week, and he had on different fitness trends. So you're on that show, man, and you come on this little measly show? Dude, that, I'm just as happy to be that, on this that's show, That's impressive. Man. There's no, there, well, there wasn't a green room there either. I had, like, a little dressing room, which was cool. <laughs> there was snacks Yeah, but we're in your we're in garage. We're in my garage. Harry didn't come to me. This is awesome. I went to Harry. He didn't come to me. But part of it, when we were talking on the show about fitness trends, was that you can work out like a firefighter. You know, you don't need tools like a firefighter, but we, we work out just like you. You know what I mean? Like people, people see us and they see us as heroes or superheroes. But I always say the day that we swear on that Bible or sign up to be a volunteer, we don't get superpowers. There's no gamma rays. There's no spider yeah. We're susceptible to cancer. We're susceptible to heart disease. Everything, just right. like anyone else. Right. So you have to take care of yourself just like anyone else. So, excuse me. Are there ways I think a firefighter should work out? For sure, that are going to help them, but it's the same as anyone else can do. And that's kind of what led me to getting involved with 555. Well, that was my next question. So how did this become, how did this all happen for you? <laughs> how did you become five? How did you become PIP 555? I don't know. Well, I was always PIP. We just added the 555. But um, so funny story as that goes. So I really was into CrossFit. Um, I've done all kinds of fitness. I've run marathons. I've done triathlons. Um, I still bike. You can see my bikes are yeah. behind the camera right yep. there. Mountain biking, road biking. I did strict kettlebells for a while, and then I found CrossFit, and I fell in love with it. The style of the workouts, the ability to just go, that three, two, one, go. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is like a fire. Like, you, yeah. you go from nothing to something. Yeah, really yeah. well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, as I was getting involved in that, um, there was a page on Facebook called 555 Fitness, and a friend of mine recommended it to me, and... It was basically at the time, Facebook was very different. This is five years ago. Uh, Instagram was just starting out. Facebook was a different world. And he was putting out free programming every day. He put out all different kinds of workouts. He put out an honor wad, which was after a firefighter killed on 9-11. Okay. Um, and he was putting up pictures, like, for lack of a better term, fire porn, and asking people, are you fit enough to do this job? Are you fit enough to go into that building? That's cool. And it really got me thinking. I'm like, man, am I? Like, I think yeah. I am. I'm in pretty good shape. But what happened was I couldn't do his workouts at work because they required a rower. They required bumper plates. They required all this fancy type fitness equipment. And it's not cheap. It's not cheap. And we didn't have that at where I was. And, and honestly, most fire departments don't have the budget don't. for that stuff. You don't. If you're going to buy hose, you're going to buy fitness equipment, you're buying hose. Right. If you're going to buy turnout gear, you're going to buy turnout gear, not fitness equipment, especially five years ago. Sure. Um, so... Being a typical guy from New Jersey <laughs> and a wise ass, I started, I started sort of complaining on his Facebook page. Not that I didn't like the workouts, but that I couldn't do them. And it was like, bro, give me something I can do. Right. Like, here's what I'm doing in my firehouse. I'm squatting a foam pail. You know, I'm using hoses for battle ropes. I'm running up and down stairs with a, a high-rise pack on my shoulders because we don't have this fancy stuff. He was from Texas, and he reached out to me personally and was like, hey, bro, we should talk instead of, like, sparring on social media back and forth. So we started talking, and we struck up this little bit of a bromance, as my wife calls it. And <laughs> I got a couple of those. You, know, you, get, you get a few when you meet dudes online. And we, we kind of came up with this idea. He kind of had it in his head that he wanted to do more than just put out workouts. But I guess talking to me... You were the conduit. Maybe. Uh, Sounds I, like I it. I don't even know what it was. We, we, we made a great partnership. And the plan was, I had a t-shirt guy, so let's make t-shirts, let's sell t-shirts, raise money, start our own grant, 
and give it away, give fitness equipment away. Good for you, man. That's awesome. So we were literally no idea how to run a business. I'm sorry. No idea how to run a not-for-profit. No clue about social media at the time. Just, right. oh, I'll start an Instagram page. Um, so we did that. How many and followers do you have right now? Across all the fields, over 100,000. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. That's, it is. that's the buy-in right it, there. It, it man. is, man. Yeah. And, and, and we were able to do so much. We were able to reach so many people, many and, people like you. And the, the humble beginnings, man. That's what it's all about. And, and really, though, and people say humble beginnings, <laughs> nothing's changed. We're still doing all our own posting. We're, I'm still making T-shirts. Uh, upstairs in my spare bedroom is cool. where the T-shirts get shipped from. <laughs> I didn't even show you that part of the that's house. That's awesome. Yet. You know, so we're still this humble group of people. Um, and we were able to give our first fitness qu- a grant away. Um, fast forward five years, we've donated over $47,000 worth of fitness equipment. Good for you, man. And that's the people who want it. Yes. You know, who need it. Yes. Who you don't think just that whole you can lead a horse to water thing. That's it, exactly. And, and people ask me, how do we get your grant? And I'm like, you apply. And they're like, that's it? And I'm like, yeah, you apply. But when you apply, I don't want to hear when I'm given this equipment, we will start. Right, you should already be doing something. Already be doing something. You can do body weight. I can own you in 15 minutes with body weight without a problem. So you can use body weight. You can use firehouse things. Yeah. You know, you can raise some money on your own and get a sandbag. You know, you can do anything. So we're trying to help those people whose maybe department just doesn't have that means. Listen, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm very fortunate where I work because the, the, the fire district hooks us up with awesome gym equipment. And not only do they give us a great gym, which is two different rooms, and it's it's great. But they're always looking, what do you, what else do you guys want? What that's do you guys awesome. need? What's new? What's right. trending and, out and there? And that's not normal. So no. I know I'm very blessed in that, in that respect. Now, in my volunteer department, we don't have a gym, right? And and I feel like, you know, we should have a gym, like, I, you know? And, and it's going to attract more people to volunteer. Yeah. Right? And There's it, an attraction. And it's to only it. going to help all of us there. Exactly. Um, and – my uh, past chief on my volunteer department in, in Stafford, uh, her name is Heidi. She had actually an episode, and she's huge into the CrossFit world. And now she's actually become an instructor. She went out and got certified. Awesome. You got her level one. Yeah. Awesome. So she's instructing now, and she loves it, you know. And, and so it's you, interesting that she's so committed, you know. But but our she's no longer chief. But our firehouse, we don't have. It's hard. You know, it's we it's gotta, a hard thing. It's a new concept. Um, but and that's my point. Not every place has it. No. Right? And five years ago, people say we're, we caused the change is what people say. 555 Fitness is the reason fitness is so important. Well, you changed the culture. Yes. You did. I guess. It, it's you hard. absolutely it, I, did. I don't know. There were a lot of people. You're a humble guy, bro. Yeah, there's there's a you're a humble guy and I appreciate that. I do. I, I like... I really like humble people, uh, Thank you. but I'm telling you, you, you made a huge We impact. had a huge part of that, and, yes. and we did that through positivity because, like we talked about before, the fitness world, it's, it's an interesting place, and right. there's negativity that comes out of this, sure. and you need to seep through the bullshit and get to the people that really want to help the people, and it's like you said, Heidi, like CrossFit. Mm-hmm. CrossFit gets a bad rap, right, for whatever reason, and there's a lot to CrossFit that a lot of people don't know, but you talked about her getting her level one and being passionate. It's about helping people, and that's what we do as firefighters, police, EMTs. We're helpers, but no one was really helping us at the time. So what our founder for 555 thought is let's help ourselves, and let's show the people that matter, people with the dollars and cents, that if we want to give back to ourselves to make ourselves better, you should be doing it too. And that is where I think 555 is one. That's Um, great. 
but through that humble just growth. Yep. And I mean, if you look right behind you, there's a huge fire service company now that's supporting our mission. This, this yeah. is a big deal. Yes. This is a big deal, man. I mean, you know, when you get corporations like that, that see what you're doing and like, yeah, we want in. Yep. We, we want to help you support those. We, we're going to make a great product, but we want to make sure the person wearing that product is as healthy as they can be. Speaking of which, you had me try that jacket on before. I can't believe how light that thing is. It's super light. It, it, it's, it's crazy how light that, that thing I is. I was completely blown away by that. Um, I'm like, you like, feel how light this is. And I, you know, I wear turn on gear all the time. I'm like, holy cow. Granted, there's nothing in the pockets because yeah. we're our own right, worst right. enemy, oh, right? Yeah, because they make turnout gear lighter, we add more crap <laughs> in our pockets. I, I do a pocket dump about once a month where I'm like, where do I even get this thing from? Like, what, what is this for? We, we, just had a, we just had a call uh, two days ago. And, I, you know, it's the one thing I always forget to put in my, my coat is a, a beanie. Oh my God! Or a watch for the winter? Yeah. For the winter. Now I have it in my locker at work. I have it. I, I and I always say to myself, put it, put it in there, put it in there. But I don't. But uh, and we're back. We're back. We had some technical <laughs> difficulties, but I think we figured it out. Somebody bumped the table. That's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, like you were saying, it. See, the the new the new people they have no clue what the it was kids, like. The kids would not know right? about DJs and records yes. and yes. bumping the table because now it's all on a computer. <laughs> and they still, they, I mean, DJs still like, but it's computers. Yeah, like, but it's, it's all not, digital. Yeah, there's not a record it's anymore. It's not the You don't have to. We talked about this. Like, have you ever had a friend that DJed and you were trying to help him out? You had to carry like crates of records and you had to carry these big speakers. That was me. Yeah. Now a kid, I did it too. No way, man. That's yeah, a, man. Yeah, I DJ. Oh, dude. I DJ for so many years. Oh, I didn't go that long, but it was like a high school thing. Oh, no, I did. Yeah, I did everything. Weddings. I had all my own company. because you're from New Jersey. Yeah, Everybody exactly. had their own. Did you have a smoke machine? Yeah. Oh, dude, you were high tech. Like, that's good. <laughs> I had the trust lighting. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I was like the high school party DJ. Like, oh, I, yeah. I thought. That's where I, I started in high school. It. I thought I would be that guy, but then I didn't be that guy. Then I got tired of carrying the crates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I used to DJ a couple clubs and I used to have the. The milk crates. Yeah, you know, yeah, So I'd drive around town, look for all the milk crates that were laying around. <laughs> I swear to God. And then I'd find them. Did you ever, will- wait, wait. Did you ever DJ at like Hunkabunka or Club Abyss? No, I didn't DJ there. But uh, but you went there. But I went there. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's New Jersey. If you're from Jersey and you've been there, we, yeah, we're down. I've definitely been there. Yeah. Tell me. When you meet me, tell me you've been there. That's oh, yeah. But I tell you right now, I remember, I'll t- I tell you this really funny story. So the seashell won't be shot. I was DJing there, yeah, yeah. right? I don't know if you've ever been there. It was, cool. it was a cool place. It's still there. Still, you know, I don't know if they do the DJ thing anymore, but they, when I, they this, did was, stuff. this was in the 90s. Yeah, so right? we were partying then. Right, this is the 90s. So I'm DJing. Now I'm kind of like on an upper scale. Like it's a, it's, it's a higher venue. It's like the yeah, DJ booth is kind of. Yeah, so we're kind of looking down wherever. And typically, you, I didn't see anyone because the door was locked and I had my record for my two Technique 1200s and I just had my, <laughs> my vinyl, right? So I'm up there, I'm playing Alyssa Melendez and Coro and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? <laughs> so, Sometimes that gets played in the ladder truck. Oh, it's awesome. Sometimes. <laughs> it's awesome. So I'm playing. Next thing you know, I'm like, you know, I'm in the middle of my mix and I'm trying to listen to it. Not like Back today, today with the vinyl, you had to actually listen to like. Yeah, you had to find where the needle was right? going or where you were going <laughs> right? to be. And, yeah. yeah, and it wasn't even like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? So, and it wasn't like, you had the option of a, a tape deck, but you don't use the tape yeah, deck. No, no, no. It's only for emergencies. Like, broke. Yeah, if everything went down, then both you your stand needles tape. broke, you're screwed, then you have the tape deck. <laughs> so I'm DJ. Next thing you know, I'm, I look up and there's a girl right there. And I'm like, now this is. This is eight feet, yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. you know, at least yeah. 10 feet. I'm like, how are you here? How are you here? 
Won't you come? Does she scale the wall like Spider Man? She's hammered, right? Nice. She's hammered, and I, I kind of look down, and there's just like this guy, and she's on his shoulders, and now she wants to hear something, so she reaches over. Oh no! <laughs> she reaches and grabs the the records, like oh, right? it's scratching. Everybody's looking at you, like the music stops. Everyone starts you know, yelling because you know it's alcohol, yeah, alcohol yeah, involved, yeah. and it's New Jersey, so they're right. gonna be. So angry. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> the next, I, I was like in the process of getting the next record set up, so nothing was there. So I was panicking, you know, like that full, full on panic, and like no. And then the bar manager was like screaming, <laughs> like staring at you. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my god! I'll tell you how long ago it was. It was like when uh, House of Pain Jump Around just came out. Oh my God, so you're talking like 94. Yeah. 92 just, maybe. Like, yeah, I 92 dropped that. Maybe. It was like, you know, it was like, <laughs> let me get everybody going again. Yeah, uh, so it's good funny. times. And we digress from Firefighter Fitness. Yeah. yeah. It's New just Jersey. so funny, man. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, you're talking good. about bumping the table. <laughs> it's that stuff too, though, that again, with firefighters, with police officers, EMTs, we have this these things in common. Absolutely. That, that you're more than that. And even with that, you know, we talked about it a little before, but, you know, for 24 hours, I am the best fire lieutenant I can be. Eight o'clock this morning, I got relieved. I walked out the door. It doesn't mean I'm not a firefighter anymore, but now I get 72 hours to be dad. Absolutely. To be Mrs. Pip's husband, to be the 555 fitness guy, you know, and then I go back and I get to have the best 24 hours of my life. And then go back to my other life and then go back to that. And I think that's something that bond again that we have in common where we get it. You know, you get that difference between here and there. And it doesn't mean that I quit again being a firefighter when I'm not there. I take everything home with me just like we all do. Absolutely. Um, You know, because there's things you're never going to forget. But fitness is another outlet for me to get rid of those things and for me to bond with people. You know, so you'll be one of the very few people who've been in this room with me and not worked out. Yeah. You know, this time. This time. Next I'll, time I'll come you come back. back. Absolutely. It's better in the summer. Out. We open the doors. Yeah. We go, well, I live in a cul-de-sac, a huge cul-de-sac. We're out there flipping tires, throwing sandbags around, rowing my neighbors when I moved. I only, I've been lived here a year. Last summer, they're like, what do you got going on, man? Like, <laughs> what's going on over here? Like, the new guy in the neighborhood's flipping a tire across our cul-de-sac, like, and throwing a sandbag into it and then jumping into it. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, but that's it. It's another tie that binds you. And when we get back to, to prior to bumping the table, we were talking about, like, Globe MSA. Right. And, and they see the value in that. They see the value in the person who wears their gear. And at work, I don't even wear Globe. We don't even use MSA packs. And they don't care. Right. You know, they want to be a part of what 555 has grown into. So, so it's your mission that they're, that they're, they're buying into the mission. It's, it's the not... mission. And it's funny, too, because our, our, the name is 555 Fitness, and we put out workouts. And, sure, we do tell people, oh, look who's here, man. Oh, mom said you guys can come. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, <laughs> we got the kids. Can you try? Come here for one second, guys. We got to be really careful, okay, because we just had some technical difficulties. Hang on. <laughs> So this guy's Declan. The camera's over there. Say hi. So there's the camera right there. Right? And then switch over so your brother can come here. He's got to talk into the microphone. This guy is Finn. These hello. are the mini pips, right? Hi. So they just wanted to pop in and say hello, okay? Yeah. All right, guys, back at it. Oh, buddy, you can't do that. We're going to make too much noise, Dex. Okay? Go back out with Finn. It was nice meeting you. <laughs> so you never know when that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that's awesome. House either, right? And see now, like, that's that's why I like this show, man. It's raw. It's very raw. This it is, is the no real script. deal, man. There's, There's no, no script. script. This, yeah. this is my life, and now I'm like, man, what were we just talking about? Where, where was I going? With what I was saying, like, what was I 
was I saying? You were talking about the gear. And the gear and then wanting to put back into what you're wearing, right? right. Like, like I said, oh, the mission. So that mission, and we're, we're a fitness page, right? And, and we put out workouts every day. But we don't put, we don't tell you how to work out. Sure, we tell you how to do the moves in our workout, but people always say, like, can you put out plans? Can you give me a nutrition plan? Can you give me this? That's not really what we do. We become this motivation and inspiration page because our passion for fitness, we want you to have the same passion. Absolutely. And when I look at those people, like I was telling you from around the country, they all feel the same way. And now you have companies like Globe. This is a, like, big, this is a big deal, man. Yeah, like Zoll yeah. on the EMS side. Right. I mean, we do the Assault on CPR Challenge with the Assault bike that's next to me. Assault has been a, a great partner of 555 um, since I met them man, date myself four years ago now, I guess, for sure. Four years for them and, and brute force. Um, and that bike's pretty high speed, man. The assault bike is horrible, man. That's the devil's tricycle right there. <laughs> we, we put you on that for a minute, and then we ask you to do two minutes of hands-only CPR. And we hook you up to the Zoll X-Series. Well, we don't hook you up, but the, you're doing CPR on the Zoll X-Series monitor. Okay. And they're able to give you active CPR feedback. Oh, that's cool. So they know your compression rate if you're going deep enough. The first minute we don't let you see the monitor legitimately after a minute on that thing max calories everyone is pushing too deep and way too fast because their heart rates up right but think about it you go on a cpr call yeah think a downed firefighter CPR call. your heart rate is going to be through the roof it's going to be extremely elevated so you have to think of a way to control yourself right this is what we're trying to teach you through fitness and a job related task and we partnered with zoll and assault with that and we've done it now, I think, nine times. That's and cool. every time we do it, people are like, this is amazing. We just had the chief of Prince George County Fire when we were in Maryland do it. Uh, he had his recruits there, yeah. and they were doing it. Chief jumped right in. Good for and, him. And, I, you know, I honestly, I forgot his name, and that's horrible on me, and I'm sorry, chief, but good on him. And yeah. he saw the value in it. And he wasn't playing. I mean, he was going on the bike, right. and he was getting after CPR. Good. It was awesome. Yeah, him. that's awesome. That's good stuff, man, right there, right? That's it because, again, it's more than like we talked about before, like gym tan laundry. Right. I'm not doing fitness so I look buff, right? It's it's a byproduct of it that you do look good and, and, you know, everybody's spouses are happy that their spouse looks good. But what we're trying to do is make you healthier. And we talked about this before the podcast again, that I was at um, the NSCA's TSAC. So the Tactical Athlete Conference in Florida. And uh, NSCA is a great organization. They are very science-based. So a lot of smart people about fitness. Fireman. Right, maybe, right. Maybe not as smart as those people, let's say, right? And uh, I was in a big roundtable room. Everybody was talking. And they were getting way off into a tangent about BMI and about nutrition and about all this scientific fitness stuff, which I think is awesome, but doesn't translate down to a regular firefighter who may have never thought about fitness before. And an individual stood up in the front of the room, very well respected in the NSCA community, in the fitness community, in the fire community, and said, he asked the question, do you need to be fit to fight fire? Everybody kind of looking at each other, right? And everybody's kind of looking at each other. And he asked it again. He's one of those dudes, like that command presence. Yeah. You know, like, and he's like, I'm asking all of you, do you need to be fit to fight fire? And I'm thinking, I'm like, man, what's this answer going to be? Like, what, what, what are we going to do here? Yeah. 
And he goes, you know, I've been at this for 20-something years. Some of the best firefighters I ever worked with smoked cigarettes, drank beer, ate the worst foods ever. But I would go on a roof with them any day of the week. Great point. Goes, Great point, right? You don't need to be fit to do the job. Now, adrenaline is what's getting them up there, Correct. right? Their drive, their passion, what makes them a great firefighter. But what about what it does to their body? And what happens after? They have a heart attack and they die. And that's where 555 was born out of. So what he said that day is, no, you don't need to be fit to fight fire. You need to be fit to live after the fire. Right. And that's what, what happens to, to you after. Yep. This job takes a toll on your body. Absolutely, it does. Mentally, physically. We see it now with, with PTSD, with police officers, EMTs, paramedics, firefighters. You know, I, we started 555 and we were like, like dumb idiots. Like, we'd like to lift weights. Now we're talking about PTSD. You know, we're Such talking about topic that, now. Right? Yeah. And, and you see that. And so, no, you don't need to be fit to fight fire, but you need to be fit to live a healthy lifestyle, not mask pain with alcohol. So those that aren't familiar with, with 555, and I, I love that we're talking about their mission, which is so important, but uh, explain, explain to the viewers what, how they came up with 555. Yep. So uh, again, our founder, captain in Fort Worth, Texas, um, used the number five and the 555 to be synonymous with line of duty death because of the alarm code most departments now ring out to signify a line of duty death. So the city of New York is four fives. Right. Um, my department is a single five. Um, the city of Chicago is three, three, five. And if you go back to the bell systems, usually that number five was synonymous with the call being over the company coming back to rest. So it's the same as a firefighter when they pass away, they're going home to rest. Yeah. So we ring that, that out. That's such a great, yep. such a great thing. And our initial mission, and it's still our, our mission is the reduction of line of duty deaths due to cardiac related disease. Because that is still, technically, if you look at the numbers, the leading killer of firefighters. Yep. And it happens all the time. And it does. Yeah. And that's and what's great about Captain Bougio program, right? Amazing in New Jersey. Captain yep. Bougio, yep, you get to go, for, you or any member of your family gets to go for, for a free. comprehensive cardiac screening. For free. And, and that's a program that's truly free. Yeah. You know? but, and and everyone mean, should be taking advantage of that. Your insurance, they do, they do. Get what they can right. from your insurance, but that's what but keeps nothing them out going. Of pocket. Yeah, and, and and so the story of it too is an amazing story. Uh, Dominic Buccio was 39 years old, in shape, on a ski vacation, and had a heart attack. His wife took part. Not of supposed her. to happen. Not supposed to happen at all. Um, he had a condition that nobody knew because he didn't get screened for it. So his wife took um, part, I believe, of her death benefit and started the gift for Captain Buccio project. Such an important thing, man. And I went just this last year and, uh, I did well. I was very happy to find out I was nervous. Yeah. And there's a reason right there why we don't get screened is because we don't want to find out yeah. if there's something wrong with you us. You know people I talk to that say, I don't get a physical cause I don't want to know. That's it. You don't want to know. Right. And, 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 and Captain Buccio didn't know. Not that we don't know if he did want to or not, but he didn't know. I have heart disease in my family, and uh, you know most Italians do. Yeah, you're gonna have something. But, um, so I was a little nervous too when I went, and, I, and I'll never forget waiting in that room for the doctor to come in. You know, at the yep. end, and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And he finally sits down, just like we're sitting here. Yep. You know, he sits with you and he, and he goes over everything with you. And he's like, okay, well, look, you know, look, you want to change this about, change that, this and that. And but I left. I felt I had peace of mind when I left at least. I'm like, yeah. okay, I feel yep. better. And that's it. And it's amazing. And that's another, another byproduct of 555 Fitness has been talking about getting screened, going to the doctor, get checked out. Like, so 555 is more of 
it's an institution more to help motivate and push and drive people, would you say? That's what we've become, yes, for Good. sure. Um, and we didn't know we were going to become that. And maybe two years ago, I think, when I really realized that's what we were doing because I was meeting people around the country or they were messaging me or messaging the page or, or someone else and saying thank you. Like, you know, I saw your post and I thought that could be me. Or I saw you posted a bigger guy working out. You know, in the fitness world, you usually don't post a bigger guy working out, right? You post a model. Right. Or I saw you posted. Or what people think we should look like. Yeah, exactly. What we should look like. And right. he's like, I saw you saying that, you know, you don't have to look like this. You have to be doing something to better yourselves. And people were getting inspired. And it's unreal to think that I was part of creating that. Uh, to me, and that it just continues. I mean, we get messages daily saying that now. That's great. And it's worldwide. That's that, the other crazy part too, like prestige worldwide. Like yeah, we have prestige it now. worldwide. That's us. Security. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's amazing. So, man. what is what has Pip gotten out of this? What has it done for you personally? Oh my God, man! It, it's it's made me a better person first and foremost, for sure. It has humbled me in ways I never would have thought. Um, it has introduced me to people around the world who are some of the best people I've ever met. Um, some who are going through some of the worst times of their lives I've met through 555 and I've been able to support and they've been able to support me. Um, Trucker Dukes, uh, the, the anniversary of his death is um, tomorrow, actually. Um, and he was a little boy from uh, Hawaii who had cancer. His father was a firefighter for the Maui Fire Department. Um, they couldn't get treatment in uh, Maui, so his mother came to New York to get treatment in New York and left jo uh, Shauna, was Trucker's mom, uh, left Joshua on Maui with their three other children. Okay. Uh, my wife saw the story on social media and was like, you need to send these people t-shirts now. And I was like, Okay, like whatever you say, dear. Yeah. Like, yeah, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so uh, that's what I did. I, I messaged them on social media because she was telling her story on social media and my wife saw it. Um, and uh, but what I did was I wanted to send her stuff in New York. And I said, hey, I, I need your address in Maui because I'm going to send your husband some stuff. Awesome. I sent her some stuff, sent him some stuff. When he got the stuff, he's like, oh, my God, I love 555 Fitness. I do your workouts. That's funny. Like, Just like, like I was saying earlier. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like you're, and it's like, whoa. So he thanked me and, and my wife and Shauna started talking and they were only in Manhattan. Um, and one day, uh, maybe like a month or two later, I, don't, I can't, the timeline is very screwy in my head, but Shauna wrote like, uh, sleepy New Jersey is so different than Manhattan. And my wife messaged her and she's like, you're in New Jersey. Are you at the cancer center of New Jersey? Cause we have it in New Brunswick. And uh, she wasn't, but she was in the next town over because Trucker was getting proton therapy. Okay. And what had happened in Manhattan was Trucker befriended a firehouse that was local to um, uh, the Ronald McDonald house he was staying at with Captain Jim Grismer. Yes, yeah, I saw that. on an alarm and he gave him a big hug. Yes, I saw that. So that story started getting picked up and, and I was following it. Um, but, you know, it was cool that these guys were helping out Trucker. Yeah. Um, he basically became a member of their their. It was unbelievable. The FDNY but, is just yeah. so amazing, man. So I said to Shauna, I said, hey, if Trucker wants to come by, if you guys want to come by, I work in New Brunswick, next town over, come. And she's like, really? That'd be awesome. Uh, so they were supposed to come on a Saturday that I was working, and Trucker was too sick um, from his treatment. 
She's like, how about Sunday? And I'm like, cool, I'll come back in. Lo and behold, I got overtime that day. So I actually didn't have to come back in. Shauna and Trucker came and spent, I mean, I figured it was going to be maybe an hour with us. Right. They were there for five hours. That's cool. Trucker's running around the firehouse. The guys are playing with him. He's eating. So in New York, he ate, um, they made him mac and cheese all the time. (laughs) We didn't have mac and cheese, but we had another guy's Apple Jacks that were in the locker. And I'm like, eat these Apple Jacks. Don't worry about it, Trucker. Go ahead, man. Right. So, so, so I met these amazing people. Lo and behold, one of the guys that Trucker adopted in New York was a huge 555 fan, Lieutenant Bobby Jones. That's cool. We become friends and, you know, we, w- we went in several other times. We met Joshua. We met all the other kids. Um, and, and sadly, Trucker was not getting better. So they went back to Maui. They stopped treatments. And eventually, um, cancer got the better of Trucker. But his story resounded worldwide. And it taught us all about strength. And, uh, and their strength, his parents' strength, was unreal. So with 555, we always talked about strength. Right. But here I am, and I met the two strongest people I know and had nothing to do with fitness. Um, And through some very generous people on Maui, um, I got to be a part of an entourage of 23 FDNY firefighters and myself flown to Maui for his memorial service. Oh, that's special, man. Um, And they're some of my best friends to date. Um, And they're running a 5K tomorrow for him, which is even more awesome. But again, that's something that I've gotten out of it. It's a story like that 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 I got to be a part of. That's listen. That's very inspiring. And and when I asked you what you get out of it, that that's that's it, man. That's it. That's it. It's it. I don't. It really doesn't get any better than that. No, it doesn't. And sadly, there was a a young child who lost his life and a family who lost a child. Right. But we all learned so much about that. And it's amazing how his you know his life you know, transcended other lives and then oh changed God. other lives, you know, forever. forever. I mean, like I made friendships forever because of trucker. I've met strangers because of trucker. I see stickers. You wear a trucker shirt and you're in Disney and someone's like trucker Dukes. And it's like, that's just, so, that's so inspiring, man. And it's because it's like with us and this, his family, they didn't ask for any of this. It just happened because they're such genuinely great people. And, uh, so many things like that have happened for 555, but that's probably the most meaningful for me. Um, and it's one of those things that even, it chokes me up now as I'm trying to like course, stumble yeah. through my words a little bit. Yeah. But it was that meaningful. And for all my people who never met him, it's still the same. Um, and, and that's it. Good for you, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you. Good for you. Thank I you have a lot of respect for, for you for, for what you did. And, and, and you know, that, that's why I'm doing this. You know, these are the stories I need to get out. Yeah, you know what I mean, and this is the special stuff that happens with firefighters behind the scenes. Um, although that was very public, but this is, we're doing that kind of stuff all the time. How many times have yeah. you opened up your firehouse door to a kid walking by or anybody walking by? This, yep. hey, you want to come in and take a look? Like that happens on the daily, uh, 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 nationally. There's a kid sick in the hospital, likes firefighters. They go see him. Absolutely, right? Yep. And same police. We we talk firefighters because we are. But but so five 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 started with firefighters in mind. Then we started then knock on the door. Hey, we're cops. Can we apply for your grant? At first, we're like, no, you're cops. Like, you should have been firemen. <laughs> Duh. Right? But that was because we really didn't know what we can do. Now, with the grant program, police, fire, EMS, lifeguards, helicopters, oh, awesome. I don't care who you are. If you're an emergency services provider and we can help you, we're there for you. Great. That's great. And, and of course, we rib back and forth yeah, between of all of us because that's what we do, that. right? Yeah, 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 you need to have that. Yeah. And but, it's, it's, it's all healthy. Right? Very but healthy. You see that kind of stuff, like cops showing up at Christmas, cops, you name it. Like, whatever it is we're going to do. And 
what happened in all of that though is we tend to forget to help ourselves right we're all told you shouldn't make yourself number one and not that we're doing that but we forget to give back to ourselves and so you take a firefighter when so he, true. he starts his career right yep. peak physical fitness usually right young ex-college athlete whatever you want to say yeah, like took you got the v got the v yeah took the test got the nine pack like like lego batman like yep. all that stuff right but what happens is you get into helping other people and you get into the job and fitness culture is not that big or wasn't that big in the job. It's just Definitely something not, that happened. Not when we started. No yeah, way. for sure. No one even talked about it. No. I mean, it was like, you work out, keep it on yeah. the TL, like, yeah. you know? Um, and we start giving to others and we start helping and become that helper. And, you know, you, you have those guys that are doing everything for the community, but what are they doing for themselves? And what we've done with 555, again, is taught people it's okay. 20 minutes a day. Give it back to yourself. 30 minutes on the assault bike. I mean, that's hell. Don't do that. But, 30 minutes. <laughs> but, you know, just a little bit of time each day. And when we do it together in the firehouse, it creates a team within the team. And we all stumble. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been working out at the firehouse like I should. Just yesterday, and I had nothing to do with this today, one of my guys is working out. He's like, dude, I'm going to deadlift. Deadlift with me. And I'm like, eh, I'll jump in, man. Let me jump in. One of our rookies is like staring. And I'm like, dude, you know how to deadlift? He's like, no. I'm like, let's go, man. We'll load you up a bar. Let me show you right now. Right now, we're going to show you, man, <laughs> in learned. uniform. In, I had my radio strap on at first. I went and got changed real quick. But, like, you know, we're going to do it. So, you know, we're deadlifting. And then um, the one guy I was working out with was saying how we used to do all these different things. And I'm like, man, we got to get back to that. And I'm like, come on, bring Sally up push-ups. So the Moby song flower is bring Sally up, bring Sally down. I got my chief out. I got another two guys out That's and we're awesome. there and we did it. And we even told the, the, the rookie, Hey man, you're going to fail. We're probably all going to fail. I failed twice. That's the worst thing ever is that with push-ups. but you do it to the song and that's it. You all do that together. And, and, and you don't even realize you're doing it, but man, you're building this amazing bond. That's it. Because yeah. you know that that guy, if that guy's putting it out there in a workout, he's going to put it out there when the alarm sounds. Absolutely. And, and that's what I love about fitness, man. That, that's, Again, another thing that I've gotten back from fitness that was way more than like two dudes who wanted to work out. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's 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 pretty inspiring stuff. I mean, you know, I didn't know any of the, the things you told me uh, beforehand, and you know, like we talked about this, my show is unscripted, uh, and you can vouch for that. It, <laughs> my kids came running. Yeah, what are you talking it, about? Like? Exactly. So it is what it is. But um, earlier, you were telling me uh, again off camera, we, we were we were just BSing, um, and we were t talking about you know um, how every time you pick up that bag, it reminds you of something. What yeah. What is that? Yeah. So um, I've had the unfortunate experience of uh, removing a downed firefighter from a building. Uh, firefighter Kevin Apuzio lost his life, and I was at that fire, and uh, I was part of removing Kevin from the building. Um, and when I think about that day and how it affected me, um, and I think about grabbing his arm and his body to move him, and when I think about grabbing the sandbag, not the handles, but the actual bag, it's the closest fitness thing I can think of to prepare me to have to do that again, you know, is to be able to just grab in there and have to hold someone and pull them out. And it's a very odd thing that I never thought would happen, but it's, it's something that it, it makes me think of that. So what's up, buddy? You got to head back, man. You're back in. <laughs> you snuck out again. Mm -hmm. So it's something that, again, it, it translates to literally the worst firefighting day of my life. Um, we responded mutual aid to the fire. 
Um, and when we arrived was pretty much when the chaos was going on and the floor was collapsing. Um, so it, it, it was a different day. It was a different time. But I've learned a lot from that experience. And, and again, I can thank my fitness for that day. It was pre-555, but I had a higher fitness level. And I was very proud of that. Hang on, bud. Um, to think of how long we operated there and that myself and my crew were able to continue to operate was unbelievable. That's crazy, man. Right? So can you talk into here? Yeah. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? Just anything? Okay, say anything. So, five, five, this is a very good time that helps us be spawn and brave. So, so if you want to be one, just come on down to the world. Good job, man. Oh, good job. I love buddy. my ad for 555, five, five, <laughs> man. I right, go back in with your And brother. you didn't even have to pay for that. I didn't even pay for that, man. I didn't even tell him to do that. He just came out here and decided. Thanks, to. buddy. All right. Oh, be careful with the table. Yeah, it's, an, it's, an, table. it's a ni- it's a 90s uh, yeah, record. He doesn't, he doesn't know. See, I'm a bad dad, but my kids will know about bumping the table now. We're going to watch awesome. this. Right? And, and there we are, right? And, and that Dude, that's so And that's awesome, it, man. man. That, that's my little guy. That's and, so cute, dude. You know, but and, and what happened with Kevin was, was pre-being a dad. Um, and that it affected me really bad. Um, I definitely, at that time, we had had some, some, some deaths in New Brunswick, too. Uh, line of duty, active duty. Um, I was younger, newly married, um, and, and was drinking way too much. Thought I was fit, but... Um, was was masking the pain of what happened to Kevin with, with alcohol, without yeah, a doubt. Never a good um, thing, bro. Yeah, and and not not mixing it with work or anything like that, you know. But but drinking way too much, and it's one of those things we used to justify. Like I'm, I'm not a bad drinker. I go to work. I'm fine, yeah. you know. And I don't drink at work. Right. Um, but it it still was an issue for me. Um, and uh, I, so, I sought out some help afterwards. And it's funny because we're, we're, it's not funny, but we were talking about it. Like when even in my talks with uh, my therapist, I replaced drinking with running because I really got into distance running. And uh, that's where you and me are different. <laughs> <laughs> I hate running. You're not, uh, it, I hate it. Uh, maybe I don't like it so much. Anymore, oh, I hate it. But at the time, I really did like it. Bikes, elliptical, pre-core, no problem. Running ellipticals for old people, man. Listen, man. You know what? You know what I find works. It's off topic, but (laughs) treadmill, four miles an hour, fifteen percent incline. Really? See, I can't run on the treadmill. I don't run. I walk. You just walk up with it. It's it's. I look like those old people in the mall that brisk walk. We're gonna we're gonna get you a brute force vest, an operator (laughs) vest. So at least you could put the vest on. It could be empty, but you look cool. All right. right? (laughs) But that's it. And and it's something that that. Again, like you have to find something. You have to find an outlet because this job, what you see, what no, it, you do, it, it affects you, man. It absolutely can eat you up. Yep. And spit you out. Easily. And you don't even know it. And we've seen it happen. And you but you just keep doing it. Yeah. Most people don't stop. And when I think about like a, a good fire, I'm sore afterwards. My shoulders are sore, my back is sore, my knees are sore, and I'm like, man, I'm fit. And then I look around and I'm like, well, I don't want to say I look around because I'm not looking at the guys I work with or anything. But like you think about unfit firefighters. How do they feel if they're in a fire? Listen, I'm, I'm certainly not going to call anybody out. But I could tell you right now, there is individuals that come to mind that we're on the fire ground together. I'm nervous, man. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm nervous. And when I say that, I just mean that 
it's almost like a ticking time bomb, you know? It's almost They're like just waiting. And people talk about that. People talk to me about that all the time. Yeah. And they talk about themselves that way. And I'm like, man, if you think you're a ticking time bomb, do something you gotta about do it. Something yeah, about you it. gotta do something you about it. You gotta make some small changes. Yes. Some small changes for sure. And it's a simple thing, like small diet changes. Like so I'll travel everywhere and people will be like, you know, Pip, we wanna take you out to dinner tonight, but I'm like steak <laughs> potatoes yeah i beer i eat those things yeah and they're like oh my god we thought you only ate tofu and, and had salads and ate. and i'm like i do eat yogurt and salads yeah, but yeah. i eat real food too it's not it's yeah. not extreme i right. think firefighters think that fitness has to be this extreme thing diet has to be this extreme thing. because everything we do is an extreme you're right and, and it is a type a personality yep. right and there's some workouts that, sure, I do some extreme workouts, man. I don't do them at work. I don't do them on duty. But I definitely do some extreme well, workouts. <laughs> but it looks at this place, I, I see that. I Stuff see that. goes down. Stuff goes down. So you have some of these, these things on the wall here. So, I mean, this, when I see this kind of stuff, bro, um, it to me, it's the buy-in. All this stuff back here, yeah. This just means that you people buy into what you're doing. They, do. they appreciate what you're doing, and it means something to others. Thank you. That's, that's what this means when I look around here. I mean, we, we have some amazing companies that have supported 555. I mean, we're sitting here with a can of FitAid. FitAid supported 555 from day, almost day one. I was on a podcast, and the owner was on there, and he's like, I like what you're doing. Yeah. I think you're going in the right direction. It's good stuff, man. Uh, brute Force, Assault, Born Primitive, Fork and Hose, um, AJ... From Fork and Hose, big guy on Instagram. Fork and Hose, they just they just shared our our uh, kitchen video. Oh yeah, the, the pancakes. The pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, that was nice of them. They shared. That. <laughs> I, I saw it on there. I'm like, holy cow, we made it to this. Oh, dude, we'll that's pretty cool. You want you want to meet AJ? I can introduce you to Chef AJ. That'd be yeah. great. Get him to cook you some food, man. <laughs> it's, it, I'm sure it's better than the pancakes. Oh my god, I dude. Oh my god, AJ. AJ can get down. That's right? awesome. So, and he and I, we came up on social media together on Instagram. That's how we met. Um, by like, you know, 555 had like, it was like, dude, I got 2,000 followers. How many do you have? And he's like, like 800. How do I get 2,000? That's cool. Um, so I just pro 1,300. I'm just pretty happy about that. <laughs> dude, be happy. Everything's a milestone. Like, yeah. even us, like, uh, dude, I'm happy. 50,000. I'm like, yes, That's everything's huge, a milestone, yeah. man. Everything, because you work hard for that. Sure. And, uh, and AJ, healthy cooking, he puts stuff out there. He puts out the unhealthy too, which you need sometimes. Yeah, I you agree with that. Moderation. But he won guys grocery games and he donated $3,000 to 555 That's out cool. of his winnings. And we gave away a fitness grant. That is pretty cool. Yep. And we went to the firehouse and presented it. Oh, he cooked neat. lunch. Then we worked out. It was great. You know, and it's these things that you get people to buy in. And what also, with, without corporate buy-in, we wouldn't be here anymore, which has been great. But our buy-in is when the one guy at a firehouse is doing a 555 workout. And next week, he does a 555 workout. And the next week, he does a 555 workout, but someone else joins him. Mm -hmm. And then a month later, someone else joins him. And that's how you get the ball. And that's literally how it happened for me. That's it, right? Before we even knew each other. Like I said, I was doing your workouts, man. man, And and I had no clue that one day we'd be sitting here like this. And your story is so not uncommon to me that I can almost finish it when people are telling me it. And it's awesome. And every time, I want to hear it. Yeah. If you have that story, write in the comments below this. Like, yeah. let's hear your story. Absolutely. Because it's amazing. And you never know who you're going to inspire. And I think that's something else. When you asked what, what 555 has given me, 
Never thought I'd be inspiring people. Never thought I was meant to do this. And here we are with like, you know, a guy, at the last show, a guy met me. His wife is on Instagram. Okay. I think it's, I think she's St. Florian Fitness. I could be wrong. I've seen, yeah, I've seen her. I've and seen he's her. like, yeah. and I'm like, that's your wife? She's awesome. And he's like, dude, she's going to be so jealous I met you. Like, <laughs> so jealous. And I'm like, let's take a picture. We can make her really jealous. I'm going to get you in a doghouse. But, you know, you never know who she may inspire. You know, who any of our 555 fitness advocates may inspire. And we're all different. And I think that's the key, too. It's funny you, you talk about inspiration because I, when I started this, I honestly started this because I was a little frustrated with the culture and the way that we were going. And I thought, man, we got we to gotta kind of harness the senior guy mentality a little bit yep. and, and mentor, mentor, not beat up, but mentor these, these new firefighters and make sure they realize. Build like, them up. Yeah, make sure they realize that, you know, there's a lot more to this. And, and then, of course, with mental illness and, you know, mental health within firefighting and PTSD awareness, it's so important, man. So I thought maybe if I have a platform to, to do that, yeah. it'd be good. I had no idea that I was actually inspiring people. That's crazy. The messages that I get and the, you know, the emails and the Instagram messages and, hey, bro, you know, I watched your, your episode. It really meant a lot to me. It really hit home. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. I was never looking for that, honest right. to God. I just thought it'd be cool to kind of talk to people and it's fun it's what you like to do i like to do fitness and all these other people like to do it too right and you get all this back from it and it's unreal yeah it's very rewarding yeah Yeah. for sure it's definitely priceless yeah and 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 to you know you keep that culture you know like trust me man i i I like to break balls as much as the next guy like there's no the 555 family is like the most dysfunctional (laughs) buyer house family i just said that yesterday like 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 these these folks from san diego new york city Cherry Hill, New Jersey, Roanoke, Virginia, Denton, Texas, Sylvania, Ohio. I mean, I could just go on with, with different places, but you put us all together, and oh my God. Like, I was like, I don't know how we've never been in a bar fight, but we are all going to jail if that ever happens. Like these people, but they're all passionate about the mission. Yeah, very passionate. And at FDIC, it's, it's when we get the most of us together, and I love that week. Yeah, it I'm looking like, forward. This is my first year. I'm excited. Dude, it's... Yeah, it's, I'm excited. It is. FDIC, time. if you think... You know, you get that message and it's like, oh, it's great. You know, someone, you inspired someone. But when you meet them at FDIC, which you will because there's so many people there. Right. See, that pretty much carries me through to the next year. Cool. So, like, I'm on my lull now. Like, uh, uh, maybe I'll quit. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll shut down. Go to FDIC. I'm like, nah, we're going to take over the world. Yeah. Like, 555 worldwide. Like, I'm back into it. It's great to, you know, to see the kids come in here and stuff. How important is, uh, is family to you man and keeping us all together how do you balance it my wife <laughs> mrs pip balances it she does yeah. she keeps me in check good um she keeps the balance because there was a time where maybe 555 was me like literally i was doing it 24 7 365 and the two little guys that came in here they were getting neglected you know because daddy was gone for 24 hours daddy goes away for 555 daddy's shipping t-shirts daddy's doing a podcast um, and maybe, I don't know, like a year and a half ago, she reined me in and she was like, no, 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 we need to, we need to get back on par with these little boys. Um, cause they are your number one and they are, and Absolutely. I really, I really thought I was doing it right by them, but she made it obvious to me that I needed to, to change some of the things I did. Right. Um, cause they're, they're it. Family's number one, just like my dad, my whole family, everybody. Um, and those little guys, like that was not a paid for ad. I didn't tell Declan to come in. No, here. I know that. Like, yeah. Hey, that, that's. In. Come in and say this. Buddy. That's so cool. But right? But they see it. Absolutely. And and when I leave, it's hard. It's hard on them. It's hard on them to leave for 24 hours. And then some days I'll do a firehouse. 
drive right to Nork Airport, get on a plane, go somewhere. 72 hours later, come home at night, like take yeah. land at 11 o'clock at Nork, right. come home, sleep five hours into the firehouse again. So my hectic, it's yeah, a hectic that, schedule, that schedule's a week away. Yeah. Like not, and it's a week of working the whole time. Um, and they don't see me. They see me on FaceTime, but we try to teach them the importance of why daddy's going away, you know, to help all these other people. And they see it and they love it, man. And they eat it up out here. They get it in, in this gym with me with these sandbags. There's a, you could pick it up right back there. The little mini bag is my, my right there. Oh, nice. Right. So you get my little mini bag there that my little that's man cool. uses, right? That's pretty cool. Yep, so and that's, got, you know what, and the, how special this is, man, because yeah. he's doing, doing it with, with dad. Yeah, right. How about that? Yeah. Yep, doing it with yeah. dad. And, and he can do the moves. And don't think for a second he's ever going to forget that. No, I know. Bro, this sure. is burned his memory. Yeah. This stuff. This is yep. huge, bro. Yeah. They love it, man. And, and that's it. So they're, they're my number one. And I preach that too. Um, again, like I lecture all over the place and people are like, oh, come in and teach us about fitness. And I'm like, I'm going to teach you about fitness, but I'm going to teach you about why you should be doing fitness. Right. What's behind it? Exactly. Which is actually more important. And they're my why, you know, at the end of the day, they are my why. And I ask people when I teach, I I throw their picture up, uh, with Tracy, with my wife, Tracy. Um, and I say, you know, these guys are my why, but why aren't they your why? Because could you ever look those three in the face at my funeral mm-hmm. and say, I wasn't fit enough to save your dad, that my fitness let me down, my grip strength let me down? You know, that's the brotherhood. Right. If I'm going to lay it out there for you, I'm laying it out there for your kids because I want to look at them and say, I did everything I could right. to save your mom or dad. That's everything. Again, you can't. You can't. You can't and put a price tag on it. It's a way bigger part of it. And that's the and that's the bigger picture. Huge picture. And we all have that. Absolutely. Right? We all do. And that's where in five years, this change in the fire service, I mean, it's it's happening. Oh, it's definitely it, like, it's it's amazing yep. what's happened in the last five years, yeah. right? For the fire service. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really good stuff. We played a very small part in that. That's all I'm gonna say. There's been a lot uh, of great. People I disagree. Out there. I think <laughs> I, I think it's a little bit more than what you're what you're saying. You know, but, again, you're a humble guy. I, I appreciate that. I like that. Mm-hmm. But we know the one thing I'll, I'll say about the fire service and how awesome this is. We've never met each other before outside of Instagram, talking on Instagram, whatever. He asked, he, he asked me my real name five days ago. <laughs> right. So that in itself is just proves that there's no BS right now. Yep. But what's fun is that we were sitting here talking for for about an hour and. The cool thing is, it's like we're like best of friends yeah. right now. Yeah, the time it, has gone on, on like nothing. Yeah. Right, and it's like that is what the fire service does for us because yeah. if we were just strangers we met and we wouldn't be able to do this. No. We'd be like, oh, so what's, what's your favorite color? <laughs> it's green. Like, what you, that's my favorite color. No, it's what, not. I swear Stop to God. It. It really, I swear to God, it's green. I swear to God. So, and then like, what, what's your favorite food? <laughs> that's what we'd be doing. Yeah, but because exactly. we have this, this, Brotherhood. This thing that no one can describe. Right. Someone, if you're out there and you can describe it, honestly, put it out there. Because there's a lot of people that are trying. Yeah. And a lot of people are getting it pretty close. And I don't think anyone will ever nail it on the head. Like we were saying, that firemanship. Right. You know, firemanship's a big deal now. And, and there's a lot of people talking about it in a lot of conferences. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, it's, it's firefighting, if it's the kitchen table, if it's fitness, if it's, I don't know what it is. But it's something. And, and we'll figure it's it this. out. Yeah. It's, it's just, just right this here thing. It's just. You know, two brothers talking, but um, before I let you off the hot seat, right? sweet. Is there anything you want to, anything you want to add to anybody out there? Anyone you want to thank or? Oh my God! Okay, if you wanted me to thank people, I'd be here for the next thirty <laughs> minutes, man. There's so many people I could thank, and, and and there's just far too many to name, right? 
Um, but I think some of the keys too that, that we didn't really talk about is anyone can apply. apply let's try this again. Anyone can apply for the five 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 fitness grant. Right, and I'll put that. I'm going to put that in the link. The link. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'll put all the information out there. Five 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 fitness dot org. Go on the website, download the grant application. Um, the first one we're going to do this year is going to be for a combination department. Cool. I know that much. Um, I don't remember how we're going to go in the in the theory of it all, but. Excuse me. We have some other really cool things coming up with uh, some big time sponsors and so abilities, abilities for departments to get grants maybe through other means and just applying. Really? Yes. So it's exciting. It is. It's really exciting. Yeah, that's um, exciting. If you're going to be at FDIC, we have a very cool thing that's going to happen at FDIC aside from our booth in Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, something beyond that. So where should they where should they look for that? Five 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 fitness dot org, Instagram five 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 fitness, Facebook five 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 fitness. Okay. You can download our free fitness app in the App Store five 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 fitness. You get two workouts a day, and there's videos on there if you don't know how to do the move. Cool. Um, the app was one of the huge things that we did through some great partners um, that allows fitness to be more accessible. Good. Um, wouldn't be doing my, my not-for-profit job if I didn't say we do accept donations. We have a donate button. We also sell T-shirts. Um, our latest T-shirt is our green St. Patrick's Day T-shirt. Oh, cool. Uh, I just did the final order of them. Nice. We are not ordering anymore. So if you want one, uh, the slogan this year is don't bet on luck. Cool. Stronger is better. I like it. So, As I like it a lot. Yeah, so. Well, the good thing is um, I don't have the cool sponsors you have. <laughs> Maybe one day, but I do have an awesome company that just told us, hey, we like what you're doing. We want in. Sweet. And, and the cool thing is this guy uh, was a fireman, right? This is exciting. There's so a box. I have a box. I have a gift for you, bro. Uh, dude, I didn't. Uh, come on this show. You I, get I have, free gifts. Listen, I have a gift for you. And this isn't like, this is pretty cool, actually. So um, police and fire tags. Okay. Okay. They're on Instagram also. Great company. They made you your very own Pimicue cup. Oh, and it's got my name on and my episode on it. Episode 14. <laughs> this is, I'm going with a pound on this one. Yeah, man. Episode 14. No way, dude. Yeah, so that's yours. You can, you know, now you got something to drink hot coffee in, bro. Sweet, which I, I do love coffee, so. Yeah, so dude, that's, that's you, awesome. Yeah. And it's customized. Come on, man. Very cool, Listen, man. I, I had to come big for this episode, You got to come in. You got to you know? come big, man. When you come into this joint, you got to come big, man. And then I see I see you got a, a board over there that it definitely needs stickers, man. Needs so, sticker board. So I, ha I, have, a, I have a decal Sweet. for the sticker board. Sweet. And then, listen, every guest that comes on Pin to Q, Sweet. they got to get the patch. So cool. that patch is from Eagle Emblems and Graphics. Sal, he is the freaking man. And New, are they in New Jersey or no? Staten Island. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, they've been around for a while, oh, real, actually. A long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. The, all those FDNY t-shirts you see, all, all the house t-shirts, yeah, he does them all. And he's, that's he, awesome. He's, he's, such a, he's such a good guy, man. He's always looking to help out. So cool. every guest gets one of those, too. Cool, cool, cool. And, of course, bro, of course, helmet decals. Got to have them. What's going on? One's going Bro, on that helmet, and then there's some little kids out there. That, it's it's got to have to happen, man. That's for sure. These will go in their room on their sticker board. Awesome. For sure. Oh, they got sticker boards? Oh, my God. Oh, that's Come so on, cool, man. man. That, that, so my, so it, it stinks because so this is the second Pip's Pain Pit. I don't know if you can see the whole sign, but it's, it's my wife made it up as Pip's Pain Pit. This is Pip's Pain Pit 2. Okay. I did a sticker board in my old gym in my basement, but I couldn't take it with me. Oh. And there were some stickers on there that didn't make this one, and I'm oh. like, oh man. Well, listen, like, for me, uh, for me, it's an honor to be able to be, have my my logo on that because I'm looking at some of the logos on there, man, and it's there's some good ones on there. There's some awesome people yeah, up there, man. Really good, awesome, like got, really awesome people. So, to, Trucker, it's an Eric, honor to be on there. 
Trucker, Eric Marsh Wildland, Chief Miller, uh, Hawaiian Fire, King Row Athletics, uh, Maui Fire, ESS is another big good friend of mine. Uh, dude, they're everywhere, man. Like, Honolulu <laughs> oh, Fire. It's it's. There's so many people that that I've met that it's unreal, and, and and I keep meeting people, and I'm like, you have to remind me how we've talked, and and it's really, I'm like, what's your name on Instagram? Because I may remember it that way. Yeah. It's um, it's cool. I've had so many awesome people reach out to me, and just just people that wanna wanna help. Yeah, you, you know, help, man. And like one one uh, one company in particular is Axe Head Threads. Yeah. Now, I don't I don't know who they, I don't know who they were. I don't know anything about them. Yep. I, I I see the product they're putting out on Instagram. It's like really quality stuff. Yep. Like the embroidery is like it's sick, man. It's yeah, so and good. embroidery is no joke. Yeah, and, and I'm so I'm liking this stuff. I'm like, wow, that's really nice. And next thing you know, boom, I'm he's reaching out to me. Hey, man, we made you a hat. We sent it to you. I'm like, what? With like you were just thinking about liking his stuff, or you no, told I like his stuff. It? Oh, okay, you were liking yeah, it, like, like I was hitting just the like, like button. Yeah, I just I, I'm right, like, God, yeah. oh, this is good embroidery. It's good stuff, man. He's, you know, I like the stuff he's doing, like real nice stuff, custom yeah. stuff. And next thing you know, he's like, Hey, man, he reaches out to me. He's like, Hey, uh, which address we made you this? And he sends me a picture of a <laughs> pin awesome. the Q hat. Like that's awesome, man. And that's how so many five 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 partnerships started, right? Right, like so many people being like, Oh, hey, you know, we love what you're doing. Can we do something with you? Sure. And listen, some have worked out wonderful. Some have totally shit the bed and tanked. And some have been, you know, it was good for me, good for you, but right. we move on. Um, and that's, it's business, but it's still cool. Yeah, absolutely. And we said this before, it's like Gretzky said, you take, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And so, what a great line that is, man. Yeah, I could work on so many different levels. That's why he's the great one. <laughs> he is the great one. And, and speaking speaking of, you know, like you just had you know, people that want to help out. Like Chief, you mentioned Chief Miller. Yeah. He, Chief Miller is another guy who reached out to me. He's like, hey, man, I like what you're doing. Now, he, he's a big deal, this guy. And he won, took he took the time out to, to see what yeah. I'm doing and likes what I'm doing. And, you know, again, it, these are these are good things. Good people. It's just good, yeah, good people things, all yeah. around. Absolutely. And you all come together for a mission. Right. A purpose. And you may not even know what it is. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it's just trying to do something better. And Absolutely. I use a lot. I use the, ha the hashtag, hashtag better than yesterday. Because if I can be better than yesterday, physically, mentally, I'm not the most spiritual guy, but, you know, I'm a Catholic Italian from New Jersey. So spiritually, anything like that. Bro, no one's going to ever forget you because of that haircut, man. I think it's bad. And I have, and I have a cool haircut. That and this may have messed it. No, no. You, I, I, think I put them on, right? You nailed it, man. Nice. Yeah, you still. No mirror. And I got them. I didn't even look. I'm just like, I don't you, think this is going to mess up my know, hair. It's funny, bro, because when I come here, I'm like, oh, man. I go, he's not going to wear the headphones. <laughs> but you did. You, did. You, you need earbuds. I know. Thanks again, bro. No problem, man. Appreciate I, it. I appreciate coming on the show. Awesome, man. Thanks. All right. So episode 14 here and your personal gym. That's it. It Sweet. doesn't get better than that. All right. Keep that. We just got 15 coming up. You're going to like what you see with that. Nice.